This is the Top Notch Real Estate Agent Podcast. Yeah! Helping you grow your business, multiply your time, and boost your income. Here's your host, John Holston. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us on the Top Notch Real Estate Agent Podcast. I am John Holston, and I've got a very special guest with me today, uh, Larry Kendall. He holds a master's degree in business administration from Kansas State University. He's been in the real estate business for 40 years, which is longer than I've been alive. (laughs) I'm kidding, Larry. Uh, He's one of the founding partners of the Group Real Estate Company, the Group Inc. It's a neat company owned equally by its sales associates and staff. Right now, the group has about 200 associates and six offices in northern Colorado. And Larry is the author of an incredible new book, Ninja Selling, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes. A great friend of mine, a mentor in so many ways, more than he realizes. Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks, John. It's great to be here. Well, we sure appreciate it. And, you know, a lot of people who are listening know who Larry Kendall is, uh, but I would like them to really get a, a little more of a glimpse on on your personal side of your life and, sure. and a little bit about your background and, and uh, yeah. Well, great. Stuff like that. Well, John, I grew up in a small town in Kansas and um, about 2,300 people, Council Grove, Kansas. I went to Kansas State University, as you mentioned. I met my wife there, Pat, and we've been married now 49 years. Uh, We have two adult children, and they each have a granddaughter. So we have two kids and two grandkids. And uh, came to Colorado in 1973. Couldn't find a job, so I ended up... uh, what do you do if you can't find a job and you want to live in Colorado? I, you can always go into sales, right? Go into sales. Yeah, so you end up in real estate. You bet. Tell us a little more specifically how you, why did you choose real estate? I mean, I know you, you like you said, you couldn't find a job or what have you, but was there something specific about real estate you really enjoyed? Well, you know, growing up, in uh, my parents, they owned uh, rental properties and I worked on those. And so I saw the value of real estate as an investment. And then when I was getting my MBA, I remember uh, in one of my accounting classes, Dr. Laughlin, he was going over depreciation. And, and I said, D- are you saying that you can depreciate real estate? He says, yeah. I said, is that legal? He says, yeah. I said, uh, I mean, you can, good, right? you can depreciate a, a, an appreciating asset? He said, yeah. I says, well, I'm going to make my money in real estate. So that was kind of the, the start, I guess. I always thought I would do something in real estate. And... Um, when I was in the Army, Pat, uh, Pat and I lived in Germany in the mountains, and um, I was a captain there in the Army Security Agency, and we fell in love with the mountains and decided when we come back to the United States, let's go to Colorado. So we just came out and just drove around Colorado and fell in love with Fort Collins, and it was one of the best decisions we've ever made. It's been a great community for us. What company did you start off with? I started off with a, a small company called Sprague & Associates, Jeannie mm-hmm. Sprague, uh, and I was the associate. There was two of us. <laughs> the associate. Yes. Yeah, the associate. <laughs> okay, so at some point you found the group. Yes. The group Inc. With, yes. Uh, some friends or who'd you... Well, 1976, there was uh, uh, 12 of us that started the group and um, with the idea that we all wanted to be owners of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a very unusual concept at the time. And... Um, but it's been worked out great. You know, we've gone over the years. We've, it's worked for us for over 40 years. And um, we have now over 200 partners in our company. Good deal. Okay, so 
how long did you actively sell with the group? Like, um, you know, how, how many years? And actually, let me, let me back up a bit. So today, you're working with the Ninja organization, yes. or Ninja Selling, which yes. we're going to talk uh-huh. about. Yes. Um, you started doing that how long ago? Ninja Selling? With Ninja Selling specifically. Uh, ninja Selling, I taught my first uh, Ninja class in 1994. Okay, so did you were you pretty active in the sales side of things until that time, or did you tell yeah, us what I've, happened between you know, the founders? Pretty much, I've been in sales uh, from the time I was a kid. I used to sell uh, uh, Christmas cards door to door. I had a firecracker stand, sold firecracker fireworks. Um, <clears throat> got into college, uh, had a, a variety of sales jobs, uh, uh, trying to pay for my way through uh, through school. And uh, actually, when I was in uh, getting my master's in business, uh, I worked. Uh, on a new home project, mm-hmm. and my first experience was selling new homes, hmm. and uh, in Kansas. And then when we moved out to Colorado, I uh, got into real estate out here. I sold real estate at Sprague and Associates. Then we started the group, and I sold and also managed. That's a, a interesting transition, mm-hmm. which we can talk about if you if you mm-hmm. want. Um, and then uh, developed a sales system that worked for me, and I began to teach it to other people in our company, and it's evolved now into what we call Ninja Selling. So let's talk about that. Tell okay. us, what is Ninja Selling? What's a, a definition of Ninja Selling? Well, let me talk about the goals first. The goal of Ninja Selling is to help people increase their income per hour so that they can have a life. And, um, you know, I was trying to uh, be a salesman, be a good father, um, be a good community member. Uh, it felt like I was going a lot of different ways at once. And I noticed that you know sales can be, especially real estate sales, can become uh, very addictive. Mm-hmm. You can end up, uh, if you're not careful, you're, you're working every single day. Right. And so uh, I wanted to create a system that uh, you could make the income and still have a life. So our goal at Ninja Selling is to help you uh, increase your income per hour so that you can have a life. And there's a difference between a ninja and a top producer. Uh, you, know, you could be a top producer, but you, you may be working 24-7. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A ninja has the high income, but they also still have a life. So uh, that's the goal of, of Ninja, and uh, we have a, a process or a system to help people achieve that. So tell me a little bit about, uh, well, first of all, I'm part of the Ninja Nation, as yes. you call it. Yeah. I, I love it. It's an amazing process or um, philosophy and way of, of uh, helping agents and brokers learn how to do just what you said, uh-huh. right? Tell me, what's how many folks are in the Ninja Nation? I mean, how, how many how many ninjas do you have out there that are are uh, going along the lines of, well, of what you're teaching? We have had uh, a little over fifty thousand go through our workshops in the U.S. and Canada and Spain. So there's quite a few ninjas. Um, uh, out there, it looked like we were going to teach our first ninja class in, in Italy this summer. Hmm. That didn't happen. It looks like it'll be next summer. So they're, uh, uh, we're international, I guess you could say. Um, it all started when um, the group, our real estate company, received national recognition from Realtrans. Uh, I got a phone call from Steve Murray at Realtrans. He said, uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but you're the, you have the most productive real estate company in America in hmm. terms of transactions per hmm. agent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. He wanted us to come to Dallas and receive an award. And I got down there, and everybody was asking me, how do you get that level of productivity? And I said, well, I can, I can teach you. And that led to this course called Ninja Selling. So tell me what you focus on 
and then just selling. What are your, there are four, kind of four principles. Four core principles, you yeah. bet. Let's talk about those. So let's talk about those. The first principle is the principle of a commitment to mastery. A commitment to being the very best you can be. And a lot of that is learning how to run your brain, how to control your emotional energy, uh, how to focus, um, how to create uh, the right mindset. We always say that Ninja is a, a three key success keys, mindset, skill set, and actions, the most important of which is your mindset. So the whole first principle is about uh, how you run your brain, how you manage your emotional energy, uh, how you manage that energy when you're about ready to meet with a client. Uh, you can be in one of four energy quadrants. Uh, we say you need to be in the high positive energy quadrant mm -hmm. because the uh, uh, your client will pick up that vibe, your energy. And uh, we talk about being a player versus a victim. Uh, people prefer to work with players. They don't like to work with, with people who have a victim mindset. It's a it's a, the only people who want to be around victims are other victims. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, customers want to be around somebody who's a player, who gets things done, who's upbeat, positive. So that whole first section on uh, mastery is devoted really to uh, how you run your brain, your focus, and your emotional energy. What do you find to be maybe the largest obstacle when it comes to mindset? Is, that, is there one thing, I mean, we have a, you have a mindset that you want to pass on and uh -huh. encourage people to embrace, yes. right? What stops people from doing that? Well, I think life, uh, things happen. You know, they have life experiences. They get up in the morning and they're, they're all set to go and uh, they think, you know, they have the right mindset. But then <clears throat> somebody, you know, life throws them a curve or throws something in their way and it, and it knocks them off track. And having that ability to respond to the ups and downs of life is really a key a piece, and we teach that in Ninja, uh, how important that is. Um, I think one thing that uh, if you find yourself uh, off track or uh, uh, something bad happened, uh, maybe a, a, a transaction crashes or maybe you have an accident or something, uh, a very powerful energy is uh, the energy of gratitude. Hmm. And uh, gratitude, I always do my gratitudes every morning before I physically get out of bed, before my feet hit the ground, I will lay in bed and give thanks and it puts me in the positive energy state. And then uh, if I uh, encounter some sort of difficulty during the day, I put that in perspective by focusing on, well, what is it, as bad as this is, what, what is it that I'm grateful for? Mm -hmm. And it tends to put me back on track. That's great. What's number two? What's the second, second principle? Well, the second principle is to stop selling and start solving. Uh, people love to buy, but they hate to be sold. And, and when they sense that they're being sold, uh, they either put up a shield, or if they can, they try to get away. They, they try to distance. And, um, uh, the, you know, science, uh, there's a little scanner that's built inside of us uh, that scan, it goes off every five seconds. Mm -hmm. And it asks uh, itself, uh, number one, am I safe or am I in danger? And if it feels it's in danger, it tries to get away, you know, fight or flight or put up the shield. Ninja selling never wants to set off the little scanner. So traditional sales techniques uh, can do that. And I remember when I first came to Colorado, I went to a big real estate conference down in Denver and they had the big names of the day were there. And we were taught, you know, what I now call depression era selling, you know, uh, uh, bone crushing closes, manipulation, 
Um, you got to have 10 no's to get your first yes. Mm. Uh, grind them down, they buy or they die. And I, and I said to myself, I'm not going to do that. You know, I've got to find a better way to do it. And what I find is uh, uh, there's a better way than, than uh, coming on uh, as a salesman. So uh, Ninja is very soft, uh, very subtle. Um, it's really about asking good questions, identifying uh, uh, a customer's pain and pleasure, and then providing a solution. And so that's why we say stop selling and start solving. Uh, figure out what is it that they want to do in their life. What is it that is their dreams or their goals? That would be pleasure. What is it that's um, their pain? Uh, if they're experiencing pain or pleasure in their life, especially in four areas of their life, it will affect their real estate. And those, those four are areas are their family. So if you can think of an example of a pleasure would be a new, uh, perhaps a new baby or perhaps a marriage. Um, a pain might be um, the uh, a divorce. It might mean uh, an adult, uh, uh, you know, a parent, an elderly parent moving back in. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, becoming an empty nester can be both. For depends on how you feel about it. it can be both a pain and a pleasure. Mm -hmm. But any of those changes in somebody's family is going to probably affect their real estate. And then uh, the, the O stands for occupation, so we call it Ford, F-O-R-D, family. Occupation, any change in their occupation could uh, affect their real estate. R is recreation, uh, anything uh, that affects uh, them having fun, what they enjoy, their hobbies. Maybe they've always wanted to live on water, or maybe they want to live on a golf course, or you know, it's probably gonna affect their real estate. And then uh, their dreams, um, you know, what are their goals? Uh, they have a goal to live in a particular school area, or they have a goal to uh, own a certain uh, number of investment properties. So all we do in Ninja is, uh, is stop selling and start asking questions uh, in those four core areas of their life and uh, find pain and pleasure and help solve that. Larry, one of the things that you know I hold to is that we're not in sales. Uh -huh. Okay. Yep. I mean, on one hand, well, you're a classic. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're a classic Ninja. Well, and, and you know, whereas. Yes, I mean, we're in real estate sales, but at uh -huh. the same time, we're not, I'm not in the business of sales, I'm in the business, we're in the business of, of relationship. Yes. And so when you bring up the Ford questions, this is exactly what people want to talk about. Uh -huh. It's what hits them at the core of who they are. Yes. Right. And so I think getting into those those um, areas in one's life helps them open up. Uh -huh. you know, and one thing that I say, and I don't know if you're going to agree with this or not, but if you have a 30-minute conversation with someone, you can spend about 20 minutes talking about them uh -huh. and about 10 minutes talking about real estate. Yes. You know, just the importance of really hitting on who they are as a person. And another question that I'm starting to ask people is uh, if, if we were having this conversation. Now, there's, there's a founder of Strategic Coach. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, Dan Sullivan, and one of the questions he asked, which I've now taken on, is asking the question, if we were having this conversation three years from now, what would have to have happened in the past three years for you to be happy with your progress? That's a great question. And so I think what that does is it opens their, their eyes. And I even throw in there, take real estate out of this, yes. maybe. Maybe it has nothing to do with real estate. Uh -huh. And I've actually had clients come back and say, you know what? It's not time to buy a home yet. Uh, right. <laughs> Which, and that's fine. That's you absolutely know, because fine. Because you want your, you we're bet. focused and we care about the person. You we're bet. not 
as worried about the results, right? Not, you bet. Not being outcomes oriented. But that's an important question because I think that gets them really processing what they want and they need. And it brings clarity to them. And from the realtor side, uh, it brings clarity as to what they're looking for. Absolutely. You know, and, and helps you along those lines. So uh, that's, you know, we are to be a trusted advisor. And one of the feed, you know, feedback I get from people is like, you know, we don't feel like you're trying to sell us anything. It's like, because I'm not. Yeah, yeah. You know, what I want you to do is feel comfortable. I'm a trusted advisor, uh-huh. as you refer to, to uh, you know, who we should be, trusted advisor. Well, John, and what you do so well is that, which is Ninja, is that if you ran a stopwatch uh, in that 30 minutes on who was doing the talking, mm-hmm. we believe the customer or the friend or the client should be talking 75% of the time, and we should only be talking about 25%. Classic sale, selling is exactly the opposite. Yes. The salesman's making a pitch, they're making a presentation, and they're doing most of the talking, and the customer is doing most of the listening. And that's backwards uh, for uh, what we believe is uh, is ninja selling. Okay, so you've got your mindset. Yes. You have stop selling is number two. Yes. What's number three? Number three is the business strategy is to focus primarily on people who know you, like you, and trust you. And as you say, building re- those relationships. Uh, there's a lot of ways to do the business. Um, certainly, um, you can do everything from door knocking to chasing internet leads to holding open houses. Uh, all of them work. But what we find is uh, people would prefer to work with people that they know, like, mm-hmm. and trust. And so the low-hanging fruit, if you will, is the people who already know you, the relationships that you have. Don't forget about those people. Um, and yet, this is one of the classic traps in our industry. Uh, I don't know if you saw the uh, study that was just completed last year by Zillow. They, uh, they surveyed over 16,000 buyers, sellers, renters, homeowners. And one of the questions they ask if you've uh, recently completed a, a, a real estate transaction, um, did your realtor follow up after closing? And 70 for, 74% of them reported they never heard from the realtor ever again. Hmm. Uh, 20% said they heard from their realtor occasionally. Only 6% heard from their re- realtor on a consistent basis. And so what that means is that um, uh, we're not building relationships as an industry. Now, if you decide that you're going to build relationships, you're going to stay in flow, you're going to stay in touch, you're going to be very, very differentiated. And that's basically the system that we teach in principle number three, which is how do you build relationships? That's our business strategy. How do you take great care of your people, then stay in, uh, uh, in touch with them, help them through you know, the various stages of their lives and, and how that affects their real estate. How do you handle the referrals from them and their friends? And um, build your business primarily on relationships. Ninjas are also going to do business with strangers. I mean, we're going to hold open houses. We're going to get internet leads, uh, etc. But for a ninja, that is kind of the icing on the cake. Uh, it's not the cake. Uh, the cake is your relationships. And... Um, so many uh, salespeople uh, don't get that. Uh, they don't build the relationship. They just are on to the next deal, on to the next transit. They're very transactional oriented, mm-hmm. uh, moving from transaction to always on to the next transaction, never really uh, uh, building a database of current clients, uh, staying in flow with them, taking good care of them. Right. Okay, number four. Uh, number four is uh, being customer centric and specifically. 
knowing how to communicate and connect with the customer. Um, you know, most of us were taught, I was taught the traditional uh, three-step selling process. Uh, make a connection, make a presentation, close. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ninja is very, very different. Uh, the first step is the same, which is to connect. But then instead of launching into some sort of presentation or spiel about features and benefits, what we do on step two is start asking questions, gather information. And uh, specifically what we're, at, what we're looking for is pain and pleasure. And then in our, the next step in our mind is we formulate a solution a, a potential solution and then uh, propose that solution to the customer. So we never sell, uh, we consult or we solve. Yeah, very good. So we have mindset, yep. stop selling, business strategy and being customer centric. Yes. Let's talk about flow. You brought up flow a couple of times. Okay. So what does that mean exactly? Flow is frequency of interaction. Uh, face-to-face, on the phone, through the mail, through the email, through the social media, all forms of interaction. Which I, and I never realized, it was it surprised me when I heard the number one reason people choose a realtor, right? When you've talked about that as far as it is the last person they heard from a lot of times. Yeah, right? there's, there's a research on this. You know, the, the, uh, the typical American, <laughs> if there is such a thing, um, they know 12 realtors. So um, they know a lot of real estate people and they like them. And so the question is, how do you become the realtor of choice? Mm -hmm. How do you become the one out of the 12? And uh, uh, there's quite a bit of research on that. People tend to pick the realtor that they were most recently in flow with. You know, I'm gonna work with John because I just saw John at church and he was talking with me or I just got that newsletter from from John, uh, you know, in the mail today. Uh, it's interesting when they get the the desire to talk to a, a carbon-based life form called a realtor. Mm-hmm. They they say, "Who who should I call? Who would know the answer to that?" And uh, it's whoever is top of the mind. And the way you become top of the mind is through flow. And uh, there's research on that. Um, you need to have the way. And there's two types. There's what we call live flow, which is face to face, voice to voice. And then there's auto flow, which is your mailings, your emailings, uh, your electronic communication, basically. And you, you need to have both. So tell me what, uh, when it comes to the research, I mean, how much you say keep in flow? Yeah. Is there a certain number of times a month or a week or what do you Well, recommend? I remember 40 some years ago when we started the group, um, we were the first to introduce a monthly newsletter. And that was a game changer. And nobody was doing that. Everybody go, wow. And, and we captured a lot of business with just once a month a newsletter. Today, that once the research shows that once a month isn't going to get the job done. Uh, people are, uh, they have more choices today. They have more distractions today. And the modern research says if you want to become the top of the mind, realtor, uh, you need to be in flow with your uh, what we call auto flow with your mailings or emailings three per month um, you know Gary Keller wrote his book uh, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent and uh, he has a chapter in that book called 33 Touches and his research shows that you know to become the realtor of choice uh, 33 times a year uh, our research says 36 times a year three a month uh, but it's not one a month and, uh, and then you also need to combine that with the face-to-face and the voice-to-voice. So you, you know, the 
the mailings and the emailings are, are great, uh, especially when you're on vacation or you get busy. Uh, those are going out anyway. We call them auto flow mm-hmm. to keep you in flow, uh, but you still need to make the phone calls, still see the people. You know, a lot of people today use email and text, which is, which is fine, and I, uh-huh. I do that myself. Um, but one thing that I'm a strong believer is in is direct mail. Uh-huh. Okay, and a lot of people will say, "Well, that's kind of old-fashioned." Well, you know what? When you go to the the, the mailbox and <laughs> get a piece of mail, you actually have to throw it away. <laughs> gonna, I mean, you know, they may hit delete. Yeah. I mean, they're going to see my face. They're going to see what I have to offer between yeah. the mailbox and their house. Yeah. Right. Which to me is an important piece. Um, and uh, obviously, we hope they don't just throw it away. But I'm just saying, you know, it takes an extra effort. And yeah. uh, you get a little more attention, I think, from it. Well, you're exactly right, John. The uh, uh, And actually, there's some research coming out now that direct mail is making a huge, huge comeback. Uh, there was that period uh, where your mailbox was full of, of a lot of junk mail. Now the junk mail has migrated over to your email inbox. And <laughs> we can all attest to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, in fact, uh, you know, uh, real estate um, emails, um, I think the national average is only 16 to 18% are, are opened. Hmm. Uh, the open rate's about 16 to 18%. Um, uh, direct mail is making a comeback. Uh, I saw a research study on that, and I would encourage uh, our listeners to uh, uh, reconsider direct mail. We find it, it's at least two or three times as powerful as an email. Interesting, and I haven't, yeah. hadn't heard that. Yeah. So if you're doing, for example, three mailings or emailings a month, I would not recommend that all three of those be emailings. I would recommend at least one, preferably two of the three, would be direct mail. The third one could be some sort of uh, maybe email newsletter or something like that. Now, do you consider one of those three, if, if you have a face-to-face, would that be one of those three, would you say? Or are uh, you saying in addition to meetings and you know coffee or lunch or a phone <clears throat> conversation, are you saying in addition to that? The formula that we recommend is that you set up three, what we call auto flow, these happen automatically. You, just, you don't have to think about them. You've organized what they are. Mm-hmm. They automatically go out every month, either by mail or by email. In addition, then, over and above that, we recommend that you are in live flow, face-to-face or voice-to-voice with 50 people per week. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I say that, a lot of people freak out. They say, oh, my, you know, how am I going to get my 50 a week? Well, uh, it's really not that hard. Uh, uh, first of all, <clears throat> If you have your database set up properly, um, your notifications each week will probably constitute 30 to 35 calls that you should be making anyway. So for for example, you would want to call everybody that's having a birthday, uh, everybody that's having the anniversary of the purchase of their home, or maybe even a wedding anniversary. Uh, These would be maybe uh, the annual uh, real estate review pops up because they've owned their house a year. Uh, then you've got all of your client service calls uh, you know, that pop up. I need mm-hmm. to call all my sellers. I need mm-hmm. to call all my buyers. I need to call all my under contract buyers. I need to call uh, anybody that's referred me business and thank them for that business. So you include those? All of those would yeah. count. That, so that gets you, you know, depending on how long you've been in the business, you're up to 30, 35 easily. Well, then, you know, if you have an open house and seven people come through, that counts. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the game and you see four friends, that counts. So it's very, very easy to get uh, a 50. And the last thing you want to do is go up to somebody at, at the game uh, or at church and say, hey, who do you know that wants to buy or sell? Uh, right. <laughs> instead, what you do is you go up and say, how's the family? Right. 
you know, how's everything at work? How's business? What are you guys doing? Or you're for getting fun? that wall right away. You do oh, that, you're going to get the wall. Yeah, yeah, but if you ask Ford questions, you never get the right. wall. You're immediately connected. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of other businesses come into into Ninja Selling? Yeah, as a matter of fact, now about 20, 25% of the people coming to our workshops are not in real estate. They're in other areas of sales. A lot of mortgage lenders, a lot of insurance, a lot of financial planners. But even engineers even had a, a surgeon uh, recently in hmm. one of our classes. So he contacts his, uh, <laughs> the people he's operating on. <laughs> now, what he said to me people. was, I said, what are you doing here? And he says, well, um, I've heard this is a great communications course, and I've been told I need better bedside manner. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, this is the, the need for uh, improving in that area. Yeah. Very good. Let me ask you this. And one thing I was, I was just going to say is that a lot of people, they're intimidated by the whole 50 contacts, right? Right. Just like you said. Yeah. They'll say, how am I going to do that? It's really, and like you said, it's not that difficult. But let me give a couple of ideas. And okay, I want to hear what you have to say about this. When I'm, I used to be a police officer for about right. 18 years in town, so I know a lot of people. That's helpful uh-huh. for one in this this business. If I see an officer driving down the road, I will call them, right, and I'll say, "Hey, I just saw you at this intersection. What happened? Uh-huh. How's it going? You know, just yes. have a conversation with them. Um, you think of somebody, you simply think of them. Yes, text them and yes. say, "Hey, just thought of you. How are things doing?" You know, you don't bring up real estate. Right. You don't try to do anything along those lines. Right. But you just have that contact and people love it. You know, the other thing you do in Ninja is encourage the notes, right? Personal, yes, personal notes. Personal notes, hand notes. Not an email. Right. But a, a personally handwritten note. Personal handwritten note. It's the most note. powerful thing you can it send to another person. It is incredible. And you'll get people responding to that and give you a call. Right. Saying, hey, thanks for the note. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to have anything special putting in the note. It can right. be as simple as, um, hey, saw you know saw you had a new grandchild. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Or hey, I'm thinking about you. No other reason to write a note. Right. You know. I mean, there's just these little things. It's not difficult. You don't have to come up with some amazing reason to call them. Sometimes you may. Right. But I'll tell you what. You do those little things, and you'll hit that number pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Just keep it simple. Okay, Larry, we're going to go into what we call a two-minute business booster. Okay? okay. So I'm going to ask you uh, six questions. Uh, actually, I'm going to ask you five questions. So we're going to we're going to fit five questions in in two minutes. Okay. okay. So I'm going to give you a little bit of room on one of those all right. questions. So, uh, all right. So 30 seconds. Give us your best answer. All right. So the first one I'm going to ask you is, what is the most productive part of your day, and why? For me, it's 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. I'm an early riser. That's uh, my time to uh, really work on the projects that are going to move my life and and my business forward. That's the best time of the day for me. Looking back on your real estate career, 40 years, over 40 years, what was the best decision you ever made that related to real estate business, your business? I think it would be two things, John. One was uh, deciding to live in Fort Collins, Colorado. Uh, we were very blessed uh, with that accidental decision to come here, but it worked out great. And then uh, starting the group, uh, real estate company. Okay. And how about what you would do differently? Question number three. Looking back, I would stay out of the development business. There was a period of about 10 years there. I went to college to be an architect, and I wanted to build beautiful buildings and beautiful neighborhoods, and we did that. I uh, built a lot of great projects, but I also experienced uh, 21% prime rates. 
mm-hmm. and uh, how tough that business can be. So I probably wouldn't do that if I to do that over. I wouldn't do that. Okay, <clears throat> number four. Okay, so you have a realtor, young realtor. Doesn't have to be a young realtor. Any realtor. Uh, they have one hour to spend on something. Okay. Yes. Tell me what what would be the best use of a realtor's hour, one hour to grow their business flow. So I would sit them down and 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 have them writing notes, making calls, making appointments, uh, anything that they could do to amp up their flow with people who know them, like them, and trust them. That would be the best use of their time. And when you spend an hour doing that, amazing things happen. Absolutely. I mean, you can you can crank out a lot of phone calls, yes, texts, yes, uh, you know, written hand notes. I mean, you can do a whole lot along those lines. Okay. Final question. Um, what? Give me one piece of life advice for folks. I, I will tell you, I uh, I see you as a very wise person. Okay, with a lot of just a lot to offer people, and so I'd like to hear one piece of life advice. And it may be connected to real estate. It may not, but just in general, uh, what would you share with people? I would share um, my wife Pat and my kind of our personal. Uh, mission statement, which is uh, to live simple, uh, to think big, and to make a difference. And I think if we're doing that every day, we're, we're going to be okay. That's great. Live simple, think big, make a difference. Larry, we mentioned up top that you have a new book out called Ninja Selling. It's not brand new at this point, right. uh, but uh, it is, it's an amazing book. And it, of course, follows a lot of what we're talking about yes. right now. Tell us a little bit more about the book. If someone buys your book, yes. what are they going to learn? Well, I wanted to document the ninja selling process and really have it be a, a how-to book for anybody in real estate. And my vision would be it's such a good book that any owner, manager, when a new person joins their company, they say, here's this book, follow it, what's in here, and you'll be a, you know, a top producer. So that was the, the vision of the book. Uh, we uh, came out with the book officially January uh, 4th of, of this year. So it's been out uh, now a little over six months. And um, we're happy to report that when it, when it hit the, uh, uh, the market, it was a Amazon bestseller uh, the first week. It was the best new release the first week. Hmm. Um, to date, we've sold about 18,000 books in, six, in the first six months. And uh, we're very excited about it. A lot of enthusiasm around the book. And I'll tell you what, the, it is an amazing book. And you have an opportunity to really walk through this whole process. And Larry, you've done a great service to, well, thank you. to everybody thank for you putting that much. out. Tell us how, how do people get a book? How do they get their hands on it? The books uh, are readily available. Uh, you can go to Amazon. You can go to um, Barnes & Noble. Uh, it's available in most bookstores. And uh, you can also order it at ninjaselling.com. Now, there may be a, a, a company out there, an individual who'd be interested in bringing in a ninja, a ninja installation. Yes. How do people go, on, go about having you speak to them or having a member of your team come in and, and teach a class? Well, they can contact me at Larry at NinjaSelling.com. Uh, they can also, if they're interested in scheduling uh, an installation, uh, which is our four-day capstone course, um, they can learn about that on our on our website ninjaselling.com and they can also uh, contact our our uh, operations director uh, Lauren Rosner at Lauren L A U R E N at 
ninjaselling.com. Larry, thanks for joining us. I appreciate John's it. John's an honor. This is the Top Notch Real Estate Agent Podcast. Yeah! Helping you grow your business, multiply your time, and boost your income. <laughs>